Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox, and this is the Seattle-based electronic group Odessa. And this is the Australian-based EDM artist Golden Features. Odessa and Golden Features have joined forces, combined sounds, and released a new album under the name Bronson. I caught up with Odessa's Clayton Knight and Harrison Mills to talk about the record. Here's Harrison Mills. We've been working on it for about three years. We originally met Golden Features, a.k.a. Tom, who was living in Sydney, Australia, and we met him in Perth in a small music festival, our first time ever playing Australia. And we just became friends over time. And when he was working on his last record and we were working on ours, Moment Apart, we were kind of each other's sounding boards for a lot of stuff. And we never really thought our music felt close enough and our friendship was stronger that we just kind of hung out as friends and didn't really talk music too much uh, as far as collaboration went. But it kind of happened naturally. We just started sharing files and we were kind of listening to a lot of the same influences at the time. And as we started on one track, it just started feeling really easy. And we were really excited by the sounds we were making. So we decided to stay after we did a tour in Australia. And um, we ended up staying for about a week. And we drove to Barrie, Australia. And it was kind of like in the middle of the woods and worked every day for like 14 hours because we knew we only had a week together at that time. And originally it was just going to be a few songs. And then as we kept making more and more songs, it started feeling more like an album, like a more complete piece of work. And then we picked another time in Joshua Tree and we we went and worked out there. And then the rest of it was made remotely. And we were always tweaking in between those times remotely. So uh, yeah, it's kind of an interesting process. So, I mean, I can imagine like it's probably great to, you know, be in, you know, kind of a more remote place in Australia or Joshua Tree and working on a record together there. But then now, you know, you're apart, um, you're a moment mm-hmm. apart um, <laughs> and uh, you you're you're on other sides of the globe and then you're still going to have to create and make the rest of this album remotely. And so what is that like when you're trying to make a whole album and you can't, you're in totally different time zones, you know, what is that process to work like remotely? And I'm also wondering, like, is that also kind of the future of music as we're in COVID right now and everyone's having to do things remotely? Well, there's pros and cons to the situation, you know, working in the same room, you get you definitely get a lot more done faster. You don't have to wait kind of for the back and forth. But there's something to, you know, having an artist in their own space. You get a little more comfortable. You get a little more, I think you get a bit of a different take from the art they're kind of putting together. So especially with the COVID thing, we've definitely learned how to really kind of dial in the workflow remotely and work with artists that way. You know, Laura, one of the features on the album, Uh, was in UK and we, you know, we did everything remotely there. So it's become quite a normal flow for us. And I think, yeah, with everything the way it is, I think the music industry in particular is going to have to learn how to kind of work that way for the, for the time being. 
And and weirdly enough, since we started kind of in the SoundCloud days, so we were kind of used to emailing our ideas back and forth. And like Clay said, there is pros and cons. Uh, sometimes that artist being in their own comfort zone and being able to be intimate with the song and take time with it can be a really beautiful outcome. Yeah. Is there a song that you can kind of break down for us where you where either you're exploring how you are creating this new sound together or a song that you can break down in which showcases how you are able to create an album both in person and remotely? I think the track Know Me featuring Gallant is a great kind of example of both those things. You know, Harrison and I had originally started the idea, which was, you know, kind of this more Odessa-based sound, um, and then obviously showed it to Tom and showed kind of what we were thinking about it, and he was able to add some layers here and there being, like, different elements, different synth elements. Tom is a Tom is a wizard when it comes to kind of modular synthesis. So anything you kind of hear in that realm from uh, in that song, is it was him and his studio adding those pieces. While we were kind of more focused on song structure, obviously song some sound design and a lot of the drum work. But uh, yeah, that was, a, I think, a good example of of kind of seeing these two worlds come together in a, in a unique way. Because I would say No Me, you know, doesn't sound like one individual project by itself. It sounds like Bronson. So I think it's a perfect example of those worlds kind of combining in a way that's pretty unique. Yeah, we were really focusing on trying to f- uh, find ways to really give this kind of beautiful, melancholic, lush atmosphere throughout that track and, and make it still feel like it's not empty. And I think those are songs we really love. Again, your album was postponed. You know, there's a lot going on this summer, coronavirus, a lot of conversation around black lives. But, you know, we're a lot of folks, you know, in the music industry right now are just wondering what is the future of music with coronavirus? And I know so much of your work is putting on amazing shows at festivals and going on tour. And, you know, when you're performing, it's not just your music. It's this whole production, you know, the lighting, you know, you know, images shown on screen. You bring on bands you know, like drum lines. And there's this, it's just a major production. And, you know, to be in the electronic realm, how much do you rely on touring kind of as your, as your source of income and how has not touring impacted you as artists? Yeah. Uh, touring is the main source of income for Odessa. It has been kind of the thing that built our brand the most, and it's really difficult to know what the future is going to hold. Um, Obviously, though, what's more important to us is the health of everybody. So we don't know. Yeah. You know, I've been talking a lot to just, you know, local music venues and how they think coronavirus will impact, you know, local venues. But, you know, you guys are another level. You know, you're playing massive, massive shows. And so I'm just wondering from your perspective, when we look a year or two out of this, how do you think coronavirus will have impacted the music industry as a whole? That's that's a tough call. Um, I definitely (laughs) think it's going to be it's going to be slow. I think it's going to take some time for people to not only feel safe going 
to a place, but also for venues and promoters to take risks. So yeah, I we'll, think everyone we'll, um, really wishes it could sorry. go back to what it was, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, I don't know if that's a possibility for a little while. Yeah, I'm, the landscape, I think, is going to look pretty different. You know, we'll see because a lot of these venues and stuff were pretty reliant on these this touring income and these shows. And now with this pretty long hiatus, you know, we could see more and more folding, which is like the saddest thing to me in the world um, to lose some of those great venues that have been around for so long to something like this. So um, we'll see what kind of weathers the other side. I'm curious to see who adapts and who doesn't and who kind of figures out a way to survive through these this really tough time. That was Clayton Knight as well as Harrison Mills of Odessa talking about their collaboration with Golden Features called Bronson. Bronson is now out with a new record. Here's their song, Heart Attack. What does it matter in the end? I want a little bit of lightning. No, I don't want to be a friend. Because these feelings are violent. This love's a heart attack. That was Sound and Vision. Before we go, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, interview this podcast. And if you have the means, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks so much for listening.